What's up, everyone? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. Welcome back, everyone. I am joined by the best Below Deck Mad cast member ever, in my opinion. Um, it's oh. uh, my favorite chief stew, um, Hannah. How are you, Hannah? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. It's lovely to see you. You look fabulous. Oh, thank you. I'm post-workout uh, glow. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love it. Um, you know, I just want to dive right in because, you know, you brought a lot to Below Deck. And I just have to say, I... Um, recently got into Below Deck Med. I started from the beginning and then I binged it. And when mm -hmm. I got to the season where you left, I was like sitting in front of my screen and I was just like holding my head and I was just like, what the hell? Like, how has this happened? I just, you know, I have a lot of thoughts, but um, you know, you brought a lot to the show and I just, I miss seeing you on my screen, but I wanted to know how you started on Below Deck Med. What was like, um, how was the opportunity, you know, given to you? Yeah, so it's kind of funny because I had um, worked in the Mediterranean for five years and I was getting to the stage where I just wanted something different. So I actually went and joined a, a yacht over in Jacksonville in Florida and we took it up the East Coast to like Newport and I was just like, I, I like this crew was like all American and it just wasn't what I was used to they were all couples they were very boring like we'd finished charter and they'd just like watch the Simpsons I was like <laughs> like we're come on let's go like party and fuck shit up <laughs> they weren't they weren't keen so I was like the kind of uh black sheep of the boat and uh I then kind of decided to have the rest of the summer off I think um I think yeah I think I got fired off that boat actually <laughs> which was very much uh, what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes if you quit, they won't fly you back to where they hired you from, which was the med. But if you get oh. fired, then legally they have to um, fly you back. So I was like, I can get fired. I can do this to save like a $1,500 plane ticket. <laughs> so um, yeah. So then I went back and on that boat, I'd actually got really drunk with one of the deck hands, kind of the only other kind of single fun guy there. And we'd applied for it together. Uh, and he told me in the morning that he hadn't actually pressed sentence, but I had. And that's how it kind of all came about. Oh, wow. So do you think that this person would have gone on the show with you or? No, I don't think so. No. Um, so <laughs> there's a lot, a lot of people apply for it. It's crazy. That's my next question, actually. So what's like the, what's the hiring process for, like, do you get hired on the yacht first and then you get hired on the show or how does that work? I've always been kind of curious. No, no, no. So like the network does the hiring of the crew and then they work out the boat. So they kind of, I guess it's like, technically it's like the network, I guess, is the charter guest really, because they're mm -hmm. chartering the boat for the whole period of time. And then they charter it to other people. Got it. Okay. So, um, what, like, what was your yachting career like before the show? I mean, it, was it pretty much the same? Was it different? No, it was really different. It's, um, obviously when you add, you know, I always say, cause people always go like, is it real? And I go, look, whenever you stick cameras in front of people, a certain element of reality gets taken away from it. But that's all reality TV, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't think that like there is actually groups of eight girlfriends all over America who fucking hate each other that go to lunch together all the time, you know? Mm -hmm. 
there's got to be like a little bit of structure with television, otherwise you can't produce it. Um, but, oh, sorry, what was the question? Oh, like what was the difference between your yachting career? Beforehand? Oh, yes. So I worked primarily for private Russian yachts and that's a very different experience. Like you don't want to, yeah, they definitely wouldn't want that shit shown on TV. So <laughs> very different. Some people are like, oh my God, those guests are crazy. I'm like, wait until you're slaughtering a sheep on the aft deck in the middle of Greece and then talk to me about crazy. <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. Um, so do you think it was like harder or easier to work on the yachts um, with the cameras there or... Does that make sense? Yeah, I think it definitely depends on what position you have. Um, I would say probably for my position, it was definitely harder uh, because those like back-to-back -back charters like that, that we do on below deck aren't really what you do in normal yachting. So in normal yachting, you could have like a 10-day charter, which means you get to know the guests, you get to know their preferences, you get into like a cycle of like, if they're up till 5am, but they don't get up till midday, then you, you know, you do your schedule around that. When it's those two day charters back to back, and you're just like changing your schedule, their preferences and their everything every two days, it's just a lot of work. And it's like eight or nine charters per season on the show? Yes, nine. Nine. Oh my gosh. Okay. So um, <laughs> uh, do you have like a favorite crew that you've worked with that we've seen on the show or even off the show? Yeah, definitely would be season four. Okay. So that was four. Aisha, Anastasia. Oh, yes. Um, Travis, Jack. That that season was wild to watch because I just felt so bad for Anastasia. I felt like she was kind of thrown in the <laughs> the ringer, but she did so well with what she had. And um, Aisha yeah. was amazing to watch on camera. <laughs> she was great. Yeah, she's hilarious. So, And I think as well, like that was always going to be a special season for me because um, we were filming in the south of France and that's my second home. So that's where I've lived on and off for 10 years. So that was nice as well because I would like message my girlfriends. I'm like, okay, we're going to this club tonight. And then we would like uh, meet in the bathrooms and I'd turn my microphone off and have like a little chat until they were like, hey, Hannah, remember we're making a TV show here. <laughs> <laughs> You're still on the clock, Hannah. <laughs> yeah they were like do your friends want to sign like disclaimers and be on camera I'm like hell no <laughs> they're like no <laughs> um so like what was your least favorite crew that you worked with probably that that last season season five. Oh yes oh, season five and season two that like Lauren Lauren I actually liked but that like mm -hmm. Bugs Malia Bobby it was just a really that was just such a toxic season like it just felt very um it felt really high school to me like very like bullying and bitchy and just nasty it's like I'm very used to so like people forget that like for us when we're crew members it's kind of like a family and so working, especially in season two and just feeling like these people were kind of, you know, they were doing what they did probably because, you know, for storyline and TV and stuff. But this like constant stabbing was just a lot when you're used to like being part of like a little crew that has each other's backs and helps each other as opposed to like throwing each other under the bus. Right. And was, 
was that the season that um with the whole like with you and the charter guest and everybody yeah. made, like a big oh my god that was just crazy I was like so what was going through your head when like because the cameras are there I don't know like for me I feel as though if somebody's confronting me about something that didn't really have anything to do with like I mean obviously they were bringing it up for the show but I just felt like it was really kind of malicious and yeah. did you feel like they had your back at some point and then they turned on you or did you always feel like they were just kind of out to get you um I think it's like it was I think it was probably a hard situation because Bugs is this um she's this character that is just so positive and so happy and just loves her job and just loves everything about yachting and like very like she would be like say in the classroom she would be like sitting right up the front the first to raise her hand and like very kind of teacher's pet and my personality was very like humorous and snarky and I was like I'm here for money I don't really like yachting is not going to be my life and I'm okay with that and so I think because um Sandy took such a liking to that you know, um, Little Miss Sunshine kind of character that made it hard. And it also made, um, Sandy obviously didn't really like me anyway, but it, it kind of gave Bugs this pathway to undermining me, who was, you know, her boss. So I think that's what kind of happened. And then, yeah, it was just this kind of like mean girls, weird situation where, you know, I don't know. It just ended up being very much like you were like just sitting on an island going like, okay, I'm just going to finish the season and, and go home to kind of my friends. <laughs> right. And I was like, cause I've been that person in your shoes before, not in that same situation, but just, I've been like that person that people are like confront. I don't know. And I just felt really kind of bothered by it when I was watching it. Cause I felt bad for you. And I was like, mm. I almost felt like they were ganging up on you, but I also wanted to know why, why did you think that Bugsy waited to the end of that season to tell you, I think you've been a lousy chief stew. Why do you think she didn't just say something earlier? Cause she's the chief stew herself too, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it was probably because the hard thing as well that like sometimes people don't realize is that we're, we're working on a boat but we're also making a TV show. So mm -hmm. you, that I, I personally believe that uh, that confrontation at the end was probably a play for coming back as chief stew next season so she's mm. like maybe if I go and do this confrontation I'll show that I'm good tv and I'll be all you because know. to me it just like it doesn't really make sense because it's like well if that's what you think like that's fine but either talk to me about it mid-season and we can work out how we can work together better you're telling me like a day before we're leaving the boat and if we're not going to work together again, or if you feel that strongly, just don't work with me again. Cause it's not for me mm -hmm. not to come back. Like I've done this for the last two seasons and you're new. So if you don't, if you feel that strongly, just don't come back. Right. And I also felt like you guys were actually start, like getting along for a little bit and then something mm. kind of switched with her there. Um, I, I think maybe she just what wanted to you know speak up against you or whatever but I actually yeah. thought that there was potential there and then somewhere along the line she started kind of talking to people about you and your leadership mm. style and that's where I think it went wrong but I don't know um uh was there ever like a captain besides Sandy that you really did like just did not get along with and how did you handle that 
It was probably the captain um, on this boat in the States. Mm. Um, I kind of didn't really like the way she ran the boat. And I also didn't like, so like just as an example, it was like in yachting, there's a lot of people with tattoos and there's a lot of people that smoke. You know, Mm -hmm. we lived in like, especially in the Mediterranean because you live in France and everyone smokes in France. Mm -hmm. So it was like when I got to the boat, I'd flown from Parma to Jacksonville and someone was like, oh my gosh, they don't let her see you having a cigarette. And it's like, this is my work, my home. Like I live on the boat. It's going to be hard. And it was like, and then she got me, she wanted me to get all this gunk to cover my tattoo. And I was like, if it's like that important for you, the boat to like, just ask it in the interview. Like, I won't lie. I'll say, yes, I smoke and yes, I have tattoos. So just only hire people that don't have that if that's what you want. So I didn't really like her very much. Um, So yeah. And then obviously I didn't get along very well with Sandy. Yeah, we, we can talk about that in a second, but um, so you watch Below Deck, obviously, not just Mediterranean, but um, w- do you think that there's a crew on Below Deck that you would have liked to work with? Um, I liked um, Courtney. So oh, she was on yeah. with Kate. Yeah, I really liked her sense of humor. Um, I wouldn't mind working with Chef Rachel this season. Oh my God, she's so great. I love her. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really like Eddie. Mm-hmm. So he was great. And then uh, Frasier seems like kind of funny. Yeah, he's great. Do, um, do you think you would get along with Captain Lee or do you think you guys would butt heads or? No, I think I get along really well with Lee. Um, I'm, I'm friendly with him. I used to call him a lot while I was filming to kind of get his advice on how to handle situations and things like that. So um, I think we get along really well and I'd love to work with him. He's great. I've always thought, cause since I, I've watched all of Below Deck but I always thought that, you know Sandy and Lee, they're so different. So mm. I was actually going to ask you if you had gotten advice from Lee and what was it? Like, what did he tell yeah. you when you were going through you know, some of your hard times on the show? Um, to be completely honest with you, I probably like leaned on Lee because I didn't have the support from Sandy. So, you know, if I had certain situations and probably a lot of them were about like how to get through the kind of day to day with Sandy. So, but he's always offered good advice. And like we met as well. Um, I, I met Lee before I met Sandy. I met him oh. um, at the premiere of Below Deck when Mark was our captain. So I kind of had that established relationship with Lee. What happened with um, with Mark? Why didn't they continue to have him on the show? Do you know why or? No, I don't. Oh, okay. I've always wondered that because I, you know, because Captain Sandy came in after that. But mm. um, so where do you think that your relationship went wrong with, with Sandy? Um... I feel like, unfortunately, she had, like, watched the show before she met me um, and made a decision. And mm. if somebody's already made a decision about you, it's very hard to turn it around. And the other thing as well that I will 100% admit is that I've never been, like, very good at um, manipulating or, like, playing the game or being a brown nose, like, with authority. 
I prefer to just go like, I will work hard and I'll have respect for you and things like that. But that whole like, I don't know, to me, it just comes across very fake and forced. Like there's people that I know that are just so like, so it's just so fake. It's like, I know, like you spoke to me at the reunion and you listed all these things about the captain and then you come back on for another season and you're sitting there like crying in chip meetings going like, oh, you're just such an inspiration. It's like, ugh, really? <laughs> I would just like, I would prefer, like if we don't get along and we have to work together, especially in a situation like this where it's like, it's not just a normal boat. So we can't just go find other boats. Like we're both in it for this, you know, TV show. Mm -hmm. So we, we have to work together. Then let's just find a way to work together. We don't have to be best friends. But I just don't like the, I don't know, the fakeness of kind of putting on this front and, you know, pretending that, I don't know if it's pretend or it's like one day you feel this or one day you feel that just comes across very, you know, unauthentic. Yeah, and I almost felt like, um, uh, I don't know if it was just the way it was edited or like almost that she would act a certain way than her interviews would be. And I know the interviews are filmed later, but like, I felt like she had already kind of made up her mind about you like mm. beforehand. And I don't know if maybe you had felt that or, cause you had seemed fine, like working with her. And then all of a sudden um, she was like out to get you. And I was like, yeah. so it was so forced like on her end, not saying on your end, but I don't know. I just was so confused by that. And I'd love to hopefully ask her one day, but um, yeah. Uh, just because you were just talking about that, um, I wanted to know, is that how people like, do people as fans of the show watch you and then join the show? Is that how that is, has? Um, I think to be honest with you at the start, it wasn't like that because the show wasn't as big. Whereas nowadays it is more like a little bit like, you know, you like some of the third stews or things like that. It's like they've watched the show for years and they love it. And I think that's probably quite hard for production because they need like authentic characters coming in and having real storylines as opposed to like somebody who's a fan who goes, well, I can't like say no to Hannah or I can't say no to Sandy or whatever mm -hmm. because I'm a fan of theirs. Yeah, because I've always, I, I always thought that. And then when you said that, I was like, I was like, wow, do people join as fans? Because like for me, I'm a fan, but I would never do your guys' work because you guys do it so well. And first of all, I couldn't live on the cabins. I don't know how you guys live no. in those cabins. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, especially and now you're a mother. So you're probably just, you know, you know, used to having the space and everything. But I just can't imagine living in the cabins. I, I was, that yeah. was my next question was, how do you guys live in the cabins? <laughs> Well, no, it's funny, actually, because everything's a little different after you. Um, I just did a Muay Thai class before this call. Mm -hmm. And like halfway through, I looked up and I was like, we're only 20 minutes in, like I'm about to die. And I was like, before Ava, I used to do this class with a hangover and I could get through it. And now with Ava, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm dying. <laughs> it's, the, it's the mommy mentality. You got this, Hannah. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> um, so I was going to ask you on the topic of Sandy, do you, do you really feel like, um, cause I know Malia, you had confided in Malia in that season and you, you, you had that moment on camera where 
you were having an anxiety attack and you needed your medication. Mm. Do you feel like Malia turned on you in a way? And cause I don't, I don't know if anybody's ever asked you that before. And I just want to know. Yeah, a hundred percent. Cause the, the sad thing that I found as well was the lack of, I don't know whether it's like awareness or empathy, but that scene the next morning after the crew day off where she was like, you need to switch cabins. Like, you know, you need to go and share with Bugs. And then I went and spoke to Bugs and she goes, I don't think it's a good idea. I'm like, look, neither do I. And at the end of the day, it's a workplace. We're there to work. Like if you have to have two weeks where you're not bunking with your boyfriend, you know, it's just like, if, if it's better for the boat dynamic and the crew dynamic, then you just have to like put up with it. But the sad right. thing was, is like, which didn't make it to air, was that I got home at one o'clock that morning from hospital because I had food poisoning. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I've just spent the night in hospital on a drip and you, you're you aware of that. And now you're like attacking me and having these like massive, you know, yelling me at me because I don't want to change cabins. Like right after I've just mm-hmm. come out of hospital, like can't you just chill for a second? Maybe even if we do this charter and just give me like a second to regroup because it's not like a normal job like in a normal job if you had food poisoning and you ended up in hospital for dehydration you call in sick the next day it's like yeah. no it's 7 a.m i'm up i'm working but like just back off for a charter and maybe we can sit and like but sit and talk to me like this kind of expected i will get what i want is just a little entitled right and i feel like production didn't really make that clear now that you said that because i remember there was, it was like the crew day off and you weren't there and they made it sound like you just didn't want to hang out with anybody because you were like tired or whatever. I didn't mm, realize no. you were in the hospital. That's like crazy, but. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing as well that frustrated me with that situation is like, mm-hmm. I had gone to Bugs and like, I am um, like, if in terms of ranking, the chief stew is above the bosun. So, and it was like, she kind of went in like, I want this, do it, as opposed to having a conversation with me about it. And then um, got really nasty. But then what annoyed me is like, she went to Sandy about it. And then I think it was the reunion or something. And Sandy was like, well, you guys should be able to sort it out yourself. And like, if um, if you guys have to run to me like children, then of course I'm going to have to like mm. sort it out for you. And I'm like, but you're rewarding the person who ran to you like a child. Like you should be like, Malia, go sort it out yourself. Like, I don't want to deal with this, but instead you're, you're rewarding the behavior that you're saying we shouldn't be doing. So, and then saying that you don't play favorites, it's just a little off. Right. You can definitely tell that she has like a different, I'm comparing her, I'm comparing her to Captain Lee because I feel like Captain Lee would be like, I don't give a shit, figure it out. But Sandy's very involved. So that's why, and it was shocking to me that, well, it wasn't shocking, but on the radio, then she was like, Tom and I think his name was Tom. Um, yeah. Tom and Malia are sharing cabins. That's that, figure it out. Yeah. Like it was it, something along the lines. And I was just like, wow, doesn't even talk to Hannah to figure out what's going on. That's where I felt like it was like, she kind of just made up her mind. Like she didn't really care what you thought. Yeah, well, and it was like that because, the thing as well that was that frustrated me is like we all have different responsibilities on board and one of my responsibilities is 
crew cabin arrangements. Mm -hmm. So if there's an issue like that, then you should have a chat with me about it because that's what I'm in charge of, you know? And mm -hmm. everyone has their own stations and what they're in charge of. So if there's an issue, firstly, you should chat with me before like changing. But secondly, if you're going to go above my head and like make another decision, just like have a conversation with me about it or see why. Right. Like if I'm, if I'm saying no, maybe ask me, hey, why? Why don't you want to change cabins? And I would mm -hmm. say, because of Bugs and I history, we want to make sure that the working environment is the best it can be. And we mm -hmm. want to make sure that we can get along in the day and then have a little space at night. Right. To ensure that we're not like on each other's backs and like arguing and then going to share the same cabin. Right. And it's like, I mean, like you said, it was only two more weeks. So it's like, what was the big deal with them just sucking it up? And I, mm. I don't know. Um, so um, do you ever like, well, let me ask you this. Um, the timeline for me was a little weird with the whole, um, so Malia reported it to the captain and then all of a sudden it was just like, okay, we have to fire Hannah. But yeah what was like the timeline? Because, so she was with you that night that you had your anxiety attack. Mm -hmm. um, was that the night that she saw, no, it wasn't the night that she saw the volume, but when, when did she, I guess what I'm trying to ask is like, because you guys were in a, like an okay place. And then all of a sudden it was like the cabin thing happened. And then it was like, Hannah got fired. Yeah. So what was the timeline for you? I mean, obviously with the TV show, it's different. So. Yeah. So it was, basically the morning after crew day off was when we had the run-in where I said I didn't want to change cabins mm -hmm. and then we had the afternoon and it was the next day so she basically we had the argument she went down went through my belongings took the photo reported it and then the next day I was fired yeah because she made it seem like I think at the reunion she had made it seem like I had already reported this. Um, it takes a couple of days for us to get, to hear back from management. And so, because when she kept saying management, I was like, so is this the boat manager or like, who did they have to contact to get this information? Or was it just production and Sandy? No, I think I, as far as I, I was aware, it was just production and Sandy. Because mm -hmm. this is the thing is, if you remember Kat on Lee's season, she had prescription mm -hmm. medication that, mm -hmm. that wasn't registered with the boat. And Lee went, can I see your prescription? Saw it. I went, okay, go back to work. So right. there is different ways that you could have handled that situation. And it was definitely a Sandy call about, because I know this sounds bad, but like nobody registers their medication ever on boats. Like it's just not something that happens. Like the amount of like below deck people that tweeted like, you saw, you know, one of the chefs, Leon or something for his back taking painkillers. Mm -hmm. um, ben was on painkillers when he came the second time. Like everyone has yeah. their medication on board and nobody, it was very much a firing by technicality. So you don't have to register your Benadryl basically because that's, <laughs> that's what Malia was saying. <laughs> mm. I know. Um, so you ended up having the prescription, which wasn't really made that clear except at the reunion by you. I mean, it's not like production, or no, actually I think they did say it on the show, but it was after you had gotten fired. Um, yeah. So 
the prescription just wasn't with you or did they have it? The prescription just... was actually, so in Australia, when we have meds, mm -hmm. um, I'm trying, no, I don't have any in here. I don't want to put you on the... blast, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, the sticker, so in Australia, you get the box and the sticker is on the box. Okay. So it says prescribed by this doctor to Hannah Ferrier on this date. So mm -hmm. that was on the box itself. So what I also have um, is a letter from my doctor um, advising that I can travel with those prescription medications. So that's mm -hmm. what I was looking for. So, and then Sandy said the date didn't match up. And I was like, and this is after the fact, this was in the reunion, I don't think it was aired, but she's mm -hmm. like, well, the date didn't match up. And I was like, that's because in America, you put the month first and then the date. In Australia, we put the date first and then the month. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> It's like <laughs> so so did you like have it the whole time and you were kind of just like okay I'm done with being because I feel like you were kind of put to a cross almost and so did you did you I don't know like were, were you kind of just ready like was that was that your time or do you were they really just well, being asked about the just, situation I would have liked to just finish the season like normal like it was mm -hmm. you know it was five years of my life. It's a long time and it's, you know, I had relationships with production and camera crew and audio. And so it wasn't mm -hmm. very pleasant for some of them to be kind of seeing me depart in this way and having to sit there with a camera on me. Mm -hmm. And, but at the end of the day, I was so happy with how I left it. Um, mm -hmm. because I feel like, I know this sounds horrible, but I feel like there was one person in particular that was probably like, okay, just like, wait, she's going to lose her shit. And I was like, you know what? No, I'm not giving you this. Mm -hmm. Like I've given you five years of my life. I've been good to you and I've done what I can to support the show and stuff. So if you want to end it like this, then I'm literally going to give you nothing. And as you can see, like on my departure, I did, I was like, just walking up and down the dock, talking to my lawyers. I'm like, boys, you can keep following me. I'm not going to say anything you can use. <laughs> and then I kind of went and sat on the dock with my bags and I was just like, it's really hot, guys, and I'd like to go and have a glass of wine. So if you can bring the production car now, that would be great. I'm not going to give you anything. So. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so iconic. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, would you say that, like, not, not you being, well, would, would you say was that was like the hardest thing for you to experience on camera or was there something else? Um, I think there was probably one other situation, um, but it's kind of a little bit dark and gross to get into, to be honest. Mm. Um, and if it was worse than that, then you'd know it's got to be dark and gross, but it was just a particular... <laughs> charter guest and the you know her backstory and why she was there and what she did while we were filming was just really tacky and mm. dark and gross and I just it was like this it was probably one of the few times that I was like this is actually disgusting like I don't want to be part of this process I don't want to be affiliated with this it's just so low oh my gosh now I want to know <laughs> sounds terrible <laughs> um so my next question was actually about charter guests. Um, do you ever feel like you need to 
hold back when you're talking in your interviews or just even on the boat, like when, when the camera's following you, do you ever feel like you need to like hold back what you're saying um, for fear of like the charter guests seeing it on, I've always thought about that. Yeah. You know, like. No, I definitely not because I just go, we sign up, you sign up, we know what's going on, you know what's going on. So if you don't want to get judged by a bunch of smart ass reality TV stars, then don't fucking come on the late deck, <laughs> charter a normal boat, you know? That's and true. that's the thing people is like oh my god she shit talks the charter guests I'm like they love it yeah <laughs> the more I talk about it the more airtime they get what do you think they're there for like tea and crumpets no they want airtime so and most of the charter guests are fine like because my humor as well is very tongue-in-cheek mm -hmm. it's very like I'm not my humor's not nasty Mm -hmm. it's kind of more cheeky and so like sometimes the charter guests will come and be like oh my god you were so right I was so drunk you know and they just think <laughs> it's funny yeah I mean I I could also imagine that there's probably some like revolting moments with the charter guests but um are there like rules that they have to follow to to be on the show or what's like yeah definitely like what's one of their like give me a rule you know like what's one um, of their... so no music oh like they can't play music or listen to nope. it or that's really random I feel like that's random well no because if you think about it say for example if they're having a conversation and there is music in the background they either need to get clearance to air the music or they can't use the audio oh and you okay. know Bravo ain't paying Rihanna to use her music so no. I'm sure she would love that but no <laughs> <laughs> she probably would actually <laughs> um so gosh, now I have so many fascinations about like charter guests coming on. Um, so, uh, you know, we can skip past all that, but um, in terms of who you had with you on the boat, like cruise and everything, who stole your heart the most? Um, probably Aisha and Anastasia. Oh, really? Yeah. They're so sweet. And you those, guys those two are like still two of my closest friends. Oh, that's so nice. And they come and like uh, visit you in Australia and everything or? Not at the moment. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. What's what's the uh, restrictions over there right now? And you just, uh, kinda, you have to quarantine or? I don't think you quarantine anymore. I think you need a negative PCR test before you fly and then negative rapid tests when you land. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. my, my father lived there um, during COVID and- um, okay he was in Sydney, Melbourne. Yeah. I don't know, but my, those are yeah. two separate places <laughs> I know. in two different states. One of those big, big cities, um, or yeah. states, whatever. And, um, anyways, it was like, he, he didn't have to wear a mask anywhere, but it was just, uh, like, um, everywhere he went, it was like testing and quarantining yeah. and everything. But, um, anyways, um, can we talk about housewives for a little bit? Cause you watch housewives. Sure. Um, I do. <laughs> so what's your favorite right now? What are you watching? Um, so I love Potomac. Yes. Um, I've loved them from the start. I'm glad to see they're finally getting the credit they deserve. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't watch season one of Salt Lake, but they are delivering episode after episode after episode this season. It's crazy. Um, Miami, I was like really up here excited about it and I'm finding it's under delivering 
I, I feel the same way, but I almost feel like it's building towards something. Like I feel yeah. like, cause they keep showing these little snippets and I feel like there's something exciting happening. I don't know, but I, I actually, sad to admit, I have felt a little bit the same way. Yeah, um, I just, I, I really hate it when I can, when you can just see, like, I know that like a lot of these women are doing things for a storyline, but when it is mm-hmm. so transparent, like this Julia and what's her name? Um, uh, Adriana. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. That like flirting storyline is just so dumb. I'm just like. Well, obviously they're not going to end up together, but it's just like fun for the no, camera, but it I just guess. Seems like, I don't know. I don't find it that like, I don't find it interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. I think Alexia, like her storyline is just fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she can just like, just, just follow her around on her own and you're fine. So yeah. I don't think Lars is bringing anything. Like I'm over the OnlyFans storyline. Um, but I feel like she kind of probably got her full time because of, you know, her connection with the Kardashians. And right. I don't know. I want like more dirt on her divorce and things like that. I'm a no. horrible person who watches like when I watch reality TV though, I'm like, Unless your life is imploding in front of my eyes, I'm going to just find you boring. <laughs> You're like, you can't just be a normal person on Housewives. No! You have to have something going on. Exactly. Everyone's been like, oh my God, would you join Housewives? And I'm like, no, I'm so boring. It just would not, the only place I'd maybe like save myself a little bit is an interview, but I'd be sitting there. I'm like, I'm not, even sometimes with Below Deck, like especially at the start of the season when you know, new crew would think that the more they talk, the more airtime they're going to get or the bigger character mm-hmm. they'd be. And sometimes we'd like go out to dinner and I would like literally put an AirPod in and just put music on. And like, if the camera's shooting from there, they can't see that AirPod. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to fight to talk. Like I just, no. And it doesn't make you an interesting person just because you talk a lot. Exactly. Um, okay, I remembered a question that I had earlier and it's totally random, but I've always wanted to know this and I can't find the answer to it anywhere. Do the captains also get the tip? Yes. They do. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, I always thought they didn't. Yeah, they do. Okay, that was my question. Back to house fights. <laughs> <laughs> um, so did you watch the recent episode of Salt Lake City? Yes. Okay, like what did you think of first of all Jen versus Lisa, but then also the whole dinner party? Like, because that was just insane. I'm just like, it's so hard because I'm watching. I'm like, what are we gonna do when she goes to jail? Mm, I know. So you do think she's going? Oh yeah. I know. I kind of think so too. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy that it's it's crazy that it's being played up that um it's like this thing where everybody's like innocent till proven guilty but it's like I don't really feel like the FBI would like make up a case so that's why I'm no and also I love how she's like it's uh, it's so funny to me that she's trying to spin this that like Meredith and Mary have like created this whole thing I'm like yeah it's the FBI do you not like know how many people would be trying to fuck over other people in this world and I think they'd see through it if there's nothing there like yeah, I mean, I, I like Mary, I like Meredith, but I can't give them that much oh. credit. I, 
that Mary is so fucking cooked in the head. Oh, Did I you know. hear the news that all the signage for her church has come down in what? Salt Lake? Mm, Wait, so her church is like going to be closed? I think so. Well, oh all the God. signage has come down. But those like little, those culty churches and things like that, they really give me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, it kind of, it yeah, reminds me of like the old like, you know, Waco, Texas thing where they, everybody wanted to follow that one guy and then they ended up burning down. But I, that's what it reminds me of. But um, yeah, I, I'm like still really, I'm like actually annoyed that Mary didn't show up to the reunion. And it, oh, I know. It's really frustrating because it's like there's so many there's so many moments in housewife history where like I want housewives to show up and they don't and I'm like, oh, whatever, like when Vanderpump didn't show up on Beverly Hills, I was like, whatever. But mm. this this one, I feel like it was really important for Mary to be there. Yeah. And the fact that she didn't is so crazy to me. So I don't know what you think about that, but No, well they, I think I commented on something and I was like, you know what? If I can show up with my Valium mug at four o'clock in the morning in full glam, nine months pregnant, Mary can show up too. <laughs> Icon. Icon. We love it. Uh, <laughs> um, do you watch, um, are you watching Orange County too? Yes. Okay. It's um, definitely had a bit of a revival this season. Yeah. I was just going to ask you what you thought about Heather returning. Well, it's so funny because I feel like everyone was so excited to have her back and now there's this backlash and I'm like guys like nothing changed she's exactly the same entitled asshole that she was a few years ago when she was on the show and you were very excited to have her back but like she's just still an entitled asshole because that's who she is but she's entertaining to watch you know I actually feel like she's playing it up a little bit too like she's almost being more entitled this time around than she was last year and I think she knows that because she knows that she was like brought back to the show to revive it in a way yeah yeah no I know it's um I'm not a Kelly Dodd fan and like sometimes I forget that like I can't just comment on stuff on Instagram normally because like quite often my if it's like something to do with Bravo, then they'll like mm -hmm. pin my tweet and then the person will mm -hmm. go and like tag the person I'm talking about. And Kelly, like every week is doing this big spiel about ratings and how like. Um, the, the ratings are failing. Yeah. Uh, it, and it's like, and they're not as good as when she was on and rah, rah, rah. And I'm like, well, firstly, we were in lockdown. So everyone was watching everything then. And secondly, like, just like maybe let it go and like mm -hmm. find something else to concentrate on. Um, and so she'd done this big rant on TV dates. And so I just wrote, oh, that's that's kind of sad. And then she commented and like went on this massive rant. I was like, oh. I'm going to read I it because I want my, I want, <laughs> I have it saved because I was going to ask you about it. And I want my, my listeners to know. Okay, guys, literally she said, so Hannah said, that's kind of sad. And then Kelly said, sad, making observations about the performance of a show I was on for five years. I'm doing recaps and this is news. What's sad is you may never do anything better than be a waitress on a boat. <laughs> I, know, she's such I just, a bitch for saying that, okay? Like, that's so rude. No, but do you know what? Honest <laughs> to God, I read that and I was like, that's kind of sad. Like that once is kind again, of sad. If, yeah, if you define a person as like how they make their income or like 
where they've been brought up or things like that and like you think that's a, a way to jab at them like that that to me is really sad because some of the happiest people that I know don't make a lot of money but they're genuinely fulfilled and happy people if you're sitting there ranting on about a show that like I was on my show for five years and I don't know what the below deck med ratings are because I just don't really care Mm-hmm. Like if that's your life, then I don't think that, you know, you're probably not a very happy, fulfilled, in, like internally kind of person. So that that's once again, just kind of sad. I like my listeners know I've always like, I mean, I don't necessarily agree with a lot of the things that Kelly Dodd does, but kind of like what you were saying earlier, like, you know, we want them to there be, we want their life to be imploding and we want them to be yeah. problematic. I've always thought that she's just brought it in terms of like problematic behavior to the show. Yeah. Um, but I honestly feel like OC at this point needs consistency because I feel like if they just keep changing the cast over and over again, we're not going to mm. be invested in the cast anymore. Um, yeah. And I don't know. Well, to like be honest with you, I think as well, the difference with, so with something like Below Deck, it's a perfect mm-hmm. storm. So mm-hmm. it's going to have that drama and that's why it's so good. Because it's mm-hmm. like there's all these elements, there's sleep deprivation, there's, you know, changing, like changing up the guests every three days, there's heaps of booze, there's massive nights out, there's different cultures, different backgrounds, like all of this stuff is this perfect storm. Whereas with Housewives, like a lot of the ones that I really like to watch, you best believe if I pass them on the street, I'm crossing it very quickly. Like, I don't want to be friends with you. I just want to watch you. So <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah. And I, but I find that like, and I think that's honestly, like I always say that's very Ramona, you know? Right. I, like, I don't want to be in the same room as her, but she's a really interesting, strange character to watch on TV. Right. And like, I would never want to be friends with her. <laughs> yeah no. um did you watch um ultimate girls trip oh yeah that was good I thought it was really good I I mm. thought yeah I, I just thought the concept is good and I'm I thought that the women really jived with each other it, I feel like I it know, got mixed but ratings I'm a but... fan, so I was like oh. I, I just they... wanted to like sneak into a room with a bottle of champagne one night and give her a big hug I know I kind of felt bad that Kenya was kind of like you know Cynthia grow up stop you know because I was like she really feels left out you know (laughs) yeah I know but then like Cynthia has always gone like ride or die for Kenya but then a few people have and Kenya always just treats them the same so I'm not sure why Cynthia thought that she would be different you know yeah so do you watch Atlanta too or yeah Okay, so did you did you feel like Kenya was different on Ultimate Girls Trip than she is on the sh- uh, on her show? Uh, I think she I think she was different because she was reacting differently because it was mm-hmm. a different group of people. I feel like she's very defensive on Atlanta, and she's always got her shackles up and always got her kind of walls up. Whereas I feel like after a few days, that kind of went down on Ultimate Girls Trip. Right, right. Um, and are you excited for um, the second season? Yeah, I know. Because I, I just think, like, once again, like, like I just find Brandy very entertaining to watch. I just think she's hilarious from um, Beverly Hills. 
Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I, I heard she's going to get into it with, um, a couple people. So that'll be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that um, doesn't surprise me. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, uh, what are you thinking about Beverly Hills? Do you watch what you watch Beverly Hills too, right? Yeah, I do. I just find it's like getting very, they have like one storyline every season that they, they just that. keep crapping on and on and on about. And like, I felt so sorry for Denise. Um, Me too. Nobody felt sorry for her. I felt sorry for her. Yeah, I felt so <laughs> sorry for her. I'm like, she has kids and a husband. Like, it's not about whether she did it or not. And like, fuck off with this. Like, oh, just own it. Like, no, I'm on fucking national TV. I don't want to own it, okay? <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> Well, and they kind of made it seem like it was this, um, not homophobic thing, but it was just like, why is it such a big deal if she wanted to sleep with Brandy, you know, like. Well, I just feel the hard thing is with housewives, which I always find so like, um, like Josh didn't take any part in Below Deck. So Mm. not many people picked it up, but you heard no audio of him. There was no photos of him. He went, no, it's not for me. It was like Mm -hmm. after Ava was born that he let me put a photo up on Instagram because Mm -hmm. like people, there was like this whole Reddit thread that I just had a sperm donor and I'd I'd make (laughs) him up. And I was like, babe, people are literally saying that you don't exist. Can I just post one photo? It's been like two years or two and a half years we've been together. So, um, but that's (laughs) something that like I can do with Below Deck because it's mm-hmm. not about my personal life. So the hard thing is with Housewives, it is based on the storylines and everything are based on their personal life. So if you have shit you don't want coming out, don't sign up to Housewives. You know, right. like Jen, Erica, what are we doing here? Just stay in your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's it's going to come out. It's mm. Nothing can be hidden. <laughs> no. Um. Okay, that's interesting, though, that you and Josh, well, that he doesn't, you know, want to take part in the show. So how did you guys meet? Were you, is it, was it during filming or? No, it was actually the day after I landed back in Australia from filming the season with Aisha and Anastasia. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was like, I think I landed on the Wednesday morning and I met him on the Thursday afternoon. Oh, okay. And then was it Love at First Sight? Was it, did it take a couple dates? Um, so I think, yeah, we kind of like, we, we just had like a glass of wine the first night and we went to dinner the next night. And then like, he was at the races on the Saturday and I was out with the girls and I had to basically Uber past his like apartment block to get to my apartment. Mm -hmm. So then it was kind of this very like, oh, hey, are you home? Let's have a quick glass of wine. And then it was like six nights in a row that we'd hung out and I would never do that normally. But it was also (laughs) like hanging out, like we'd go for dinner separately and then we'd meet at a cocktail bar afterwards or we'd have breakfast the next morning and then wouldn't see each other at night kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, yeah, on the seventh night, I was like, I'm staying at home. Like this is too much. And then I remember it was like eight o'clock at night and we were texting and it was like, this is so stupid. We're both sitting here like watching TV. We'd much prefer to do it together. Like we're a bit <laughs> old for this shit. You know, if you want to hang out, just hang out. <laughs> right. Um, so did he watch the show with you when, when you guys were together or? No. Okay. He was just like, no. 
<laughs> yeah, he's not. Um, like he watches like Summer House, Winter House, Vanderpump, stuff like that with me. And we watch Below Deck now. Um, okay. But I think especially I'd had like a weird relationship with Travis that season and things like that. And like no one wants to sit and watch their partner yeah. with another guy, you know? Yeah. Um, have you ever been approached to do Below Deck or? No. No? Okay. Would you? Or are you kind um, of done? I think with... I think I'm like, I, I think it would be a case where like, say if they had a chief stew come on and like she hurt herself or she got fired or something like that. And there was like two weeks left of the season. If Lee called me and he needed me, I would go and help him. Mm -hmm. But I don't think like, I'm not in a place where I would go and do like a full season from beginning to end. Right. Yeah. Um, and, um, well, yeah. Cause then you'd have to be away from Ava for yeah. probably a while and I know um, she goes to daycare for like six hours. I'm like, oh, my heart's sore. My heart's sore. <laughs> oh my God. When you posted that thing about her hurting her head too, I was like, <gasps> like my heart. I was, I felt so bad. Yeah, it was horrible. Um, do you see a reconciliation in the future for you and Sandy? Have you guys reconciled or? No, there's no need. Yeah. Has she like tried to reach out to you at all or? Um, she sent me a uh, text I think when my baby news came out, like asking for my address to send um, Ava a present, and I, I, was, um, I don't, I don't think I responded. Oh, I was gonna say, did you take the present? <laughs> no, I was like, no, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, it would have felt kind of weird if you would have accepted the present from yeah. her. Like that's what I mean is I'm not like into that fake stuff. It's like right, you know, you no. Yeah, um, and then this is just. A random question but um do you think you would have gotten along with Kate if you were like a second student to her or do you guys think you guys would have clashed um I think we probably might have clashed if I'd come in when I'd been a chief stew so mm -hmm. if either of us was chief stew in second we probably would have clashed but maybe if I hadn't been a chief stew before and I went on as a second stew we would have been okay okay yeah because I I kind of feel like you guys would work really well together because I not that your personalities are the same, but just like, I feel like you guys both kind of, I don't know, I just picture it. There's something, there's something yeah. about it. <laughs> um, so uh, what does the future hold for you, Hannah? Um, I've got in the thick of wedding planning at the moment. I am um, working, I know, working on a few projects. Now Ava's in daycare two times a week. I can start concentrating again on Ocean International, my training school for, Kind of all those future yachties out there that want to work on boats um so yeah just starting to dive into it again after a year of running into walls well we definitely miss seeing you on our tv screens but um you know maybe one day you can make a little cameo somewhere on bravo <laughs> yeah i'll come be a guest yeah you can Give be a the guest you a hard time <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much hannah for coming on i appreciate it you're so welcome. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes arrive. If you have any news to share, feel free to message me so I can talk about all your favorite tea. Follow me on Instagram at Housewives Happy Hour with AJ for updates on the podcast and the latest news regarding all things Housewives. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.